0: security hot tub episode 6.1 special update on the ground in kiev with chris kubeko
1: we're actually um sitting at the uh border in ukraine on the way into romania where we've been stopped for a little while it's kind of inch by inch uh movement trying to go 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 maintain our space before people come into us uh and take our lane uh or or hit the side of the vehicle like what happened earlier um but uh we're uh just sitting here discussing some of the uh things that have been going on because the kids are asleep and uh it's uh it's pretty interesting um yeah that's uh Oh, one thing I can say.
2: Hey, Chris. Eric here. Hey, Eric. Um, hello. How, uh, how are you feeling?
1: Um, I'm a bit tired. Luckily, uh, Michael saw how tired I was. He's like, yeah, my turn to, to pop in and, and drive. Uh, and also concerned because uh, we it's already been confirmed that there are elevated radiation levels uh, here in Ukraine uh, not to uh, like a critical level but um, so it's uh, you know um, not, not, the, not the greatest uh, conversation to have to have
2: no. um, the UN Security Council just voted uh, down the security resolution now it's going to the General Assembly uh, Russia of course vetoed it and it was dead on arrival so
1: they—they've got to. That's
2: just They—they
1: they have got to get rid of these permanent seats because Russia can veto everything, every atrocity, every let's take over Chernobyl power plant. Let's bomb a children's hospital. Uh, He—they bombed a children's hospital in uh, Kharkov. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know if many of you know, the history of the UN and why it came about, but I'll give you a, a too-long-didn't-read. It was because Italy violated the League of Nations and went into Ethiopia, and there was even chemical gas used, and so uh, it like broke up the League of Nations, and then out of that was born the UN. Supposedly, for something like that, a major partner could never commit a major atrocity again, and here we are uh, history doesn't repeat, it rhymes. It's just a different country and more devastating uh, consequences for the entire world.
2: Yep. And actually every single member uh, on the council that voted for has said, uh, has done that history lesson today um, and has condemned uh, Russia for being a permanent member and the current president of the Security Council um so it's it's pretty bad there um but they're moving towards the uh, general assembly tomorrow i believe so well don't know what that's going to do don't know what it's going to do right now but
1: they somehow mysteriously get enough votes to uh, end uh, the permanent seat but then you know with the consequences and that's a really drastic move Um, and that's just my, my wish and desire, but there might be, uh, lots of other consequences, but, uh, this is a, uh, it's a, it's just more and more a ridiculous situation on top of, um, a situation where, you know, most people now seem to want to leave and it's, it's terrible. Um... Because once you leave a country with whatever you have, there's no guarantee you're going to be able to come back or see anything that you used to have. And something's got to be done, but what is the question? How? What?
2: So how are... um, So for those of you that don't know... um, Chris has been on the move since yesterday at 1, uh, 1 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time, uh, crossing from Kiev to uh, Romania, and uh, has still been on the move. How many people are on the bus? Uh, there's two buses, right? Uh,
1: there was a bus and a car. Uh, right now, we're short a few people, um, because they decided to try to walk it. Um, Uh, which is a bit of a risk, but we told them if they get too cold because uh, border control has been making people wait tremendous amounts of time, including uh, people walking, just standing in the cold. They might have, you know, babies, kids, whatever. Um, And uh, so if they need to come back, they can come back uh, and try to stay warm on the bus. And the car, Brian has it because he's going to try to, Use it to get uh, more people out and make more arrangements with buses in different different areas of uh, Ukraine to try to get uh, American Five Eyes and anybody else, almost anybody else, not Russians, who can fill seats because he doesn't want to send empty seats uh, over the borders.
2: How many people are on the bus currently?
1: 24 minus... The lady we dropped off. How many? Okay. How many did?
2: And how three, many? Children, how many
1: children? Uh, three kids. Right, only yeah, three.
0: three
1: kids. Um, and what? No, we have one Romanian. So, uh, and then two Romanians. So, uh, six uh Romanians uh tried to walk over. Okay. So, 6 plus 3, three nine, and
2: then minus 24. Nine. So, it's what? Midnight right now? 12.09 yeah, right starting, now? Too. We're
1: starting to lose the ability to do any math. I mean... Oh, you can talk. This is uh, Michael. Yeah, hey there. there.
0: Yeah, I feel like we uh, like um, 10, 11 people here.
2: What's the, the Americans? and how are, like how, like, how, how,
3: how are you doing my
0: now how are you doing, doing? <laughs> good good keeping up <laughs> driving <laughs> yelling at people trying to be on our way
2: yeah um is it orderly there i mean I, I know the cars are trying to cut in line but is it like are the people keeping their cool or are they being uh A little more hectic now they're so close to the border?
0: Well, it's technically close to the border, but we're like two or three days away from the border, although we're like uh, two, three three kilometers kilometers away. And there are two lines one way and two lines the other way, but now we've got like four lines one way. And then the trucks that are coming to Ukraine are blocking the way for the first line, so they have to back up. And we're in the middle of, uh, there are trenches on the side of the road. So the cars that have to back up, they have to only back up. They cannot move aside. And that doesn't really help. So, from what I've heard, that Romania is saying, why do you do that? For, well, disorganized. Disorganized. And the police is coming from time to time. They try to do some honest speaking, stupid stuff. And while they're stopping some couple of cars, the rest bunch of cars, like 50 or 50, uh, cut those couple of lines and they just fill in. <laughs> yeah. And they do not let you go, although you're, you know, like, pushed by the police to the side where it is possible. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, very disorganized on the Ukrainian side.
0: Yeah. Well, we're you
2: know we're trying to make some arrange for the local authorities. Oh, is is, um, is there is there uh, where you guys are? Are there food establishments that you can walk to, or is it uh or do you you know are you depending on the food that you brought?
1: Uh, there is some uh, uh there's one convenience store on our side of the road, and uh, there's another on the other side, and there's um, uh, some supplies. Uh, Sometimes they might run out of stuff. They don't have any, like, hot food or anything uh, left, but... um, but We got some water, though. Yeah, we got water. We brought some water. Um, Thank you, Brian. Yeah. (laughs) Brian made sure we had water. Uh, we had really big omelets today, so we had like leftovers. Yeah. Um so we we just packed those. So we're you know any extra food we're we're bringing with us, just in case.
2: Okay. The positive thing is right across the border. There's a hotel. <laughs> I'm looking at the map currently. So, um,
1: well,
2: you guys are on the M19, correct?
1: Um, uh, yes. Uh, he's a he's a friend of mine. His name is Eric. Um, no, it sounds good in theory. Uh, probably it's going to be full. Uh, and um, I think, Michael, you had said that uh, you would check some of the prices and they were very high around the border.
0: Yeah. I think it was not me, but
1: yeah. yeah maybe somebody. That. So um, it might, they might not have room. Uh, it would be wonderful if they did, but <clears throat> we might drive a bit further. Uh, We're also uh, someone had mentioned in a private group that uh, they might have a group uh, meet us at the border with uh, some stuff and maybe uh, even, I don't know, someone to check in shortly uh, so that we can get a little further to a place that might have a hotel and take a rest before we get to Bucharest. Is Bucharest seven hours from here if it was normal driving conditions?
2: Yeah, there's a couple of uh, uh, towns uh, along the route once you cross over uh, into Romania. So, but um, but what time does the uh, control point opens tomorrow? It is
4: twenty
1: four seven. Yeah, technically. Technically, Um, so
2: doing doing the air quotes there. Yes, twenty
1: four hours. Yeah, uh, so we're not sure. Um, hopefully they're using this time constructively and trying to process all of the uh, people who have been walking over because they've had very long walks and the facilities aren't that great. Uh, although Elia said that they get a cookie and some tea when they get uh, far enough in the line.
5: Okay.
1: Oh, just next to the border.
2: Well, just across the border, there's a, a I can never pronounce it Lidl um, grocery store right across the right across the river. So um, probably about roughly about. Um,
4: Is this
1: that crazy guy? That same crazy guy? It's a, it's a different crazy guy.
4: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, two
2: mile two miles from the control point on the other side, there's a grocery store. Just so you know.
1: Yeah,
2: that would be nice. Okay. Um, All right. So, um, what um, does anybody else have any questions for Chris or Mike?
1: Yeah. I have a question for you all that I would love to get answered. What do you think about this situation that's occurring right now?
2: Well, I'm just going to, from my point of view, is uh, this is insane. Um, the the um, having the Security Council be held over by the same country that is uh, invading another country, that's insane. Uh, the things that are happening or the reason that this is happening um, is. And so to me, this is as a former um, member of NATO um one of the good things that they are doing right now is they have um um opening uh, they had uh this morning voted to um enact the uh the very quick rapid reaction um forces uh yeah. which would be um deploying it's about 40,000 soldiers from nato countries uh deploying within the next uh 24 hours um, i was a member of the allied rapid reaction Corps, which is the core headquarters for all the for all the rapid reaction cores back twenty years ago, um, and uh, they're they're already in planning uh, to to deploy as well. So I mean, there's there's a lot of craziness going on. And uh, personally, I think this is this is ridiculous. So anybody else want to add to that? Let's go to Katie right now. Uh, hi,
6: Chris. Uh, this is Katie. Um, we met at uh, Black Hat some time ago. Oh, how are you? Black Hat London, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm good. I hope that you are okay. Um, so how long are you? So how far are you from the border? About three kilometers Kilometers, and they don't process anything at the moment.
1: Well, they don't seem to be processing anything at the moment, but we can't see that far ahead. Um, but uh, maybe they are. Maybe they've taken
6: a break. Do you still have some remains on board from those that? Uh yes, yes. Can they can and can they help you out to understand what's happening with 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 the customs?
1: It's all on the Ukrainian side that's the problem. So the holdup is uh, the Ukrainian uh, border uh, control on the Ukrainian side. Uh, The Romanian's not a problem. It's just on our side because of various, I guess, exit reasons that Ukraine has put in place or already had, which don't make it easy if you have to go through two border checkpoints at the same border uh, when you know another country's bombing
6: okay okay that makes sense so yeah yeah like um i don't know how eric said the hotel over the border might be might be a little bit over full um the no probably the next looking further down the next city um, is uh, probably, what, Suchaba, if they are not full as well. But, yeah, I I suspect that once you get on the other side, people might help you, like, on the road. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, I've been getting a lot of messages. I just got one uh, that I saw a flash of from one of my Romanian friends at There are a lot of Romanians that are trying to help people like us. They're opening their homes. uh, They're offering support. um, Just Mm -hmm. throwing their doors open and saying, you know, come. uh, Be someplace stable and safe. Uh, You don't have to worry about waking up to the sound of shelling.
6: Okay, so hope you you'll cross the border soon. <laughs> Whatever. Oh,
1: yeah. oh, that'd be wonderful.
6: And then you 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 plan to uh, to get to Bucharest and then to fly. You can you should be able to fly from Suceava as well.
1: Um, yeah, uh, uh, I would love to be in the air, in safe airspace. Now we have been told that there are restrictions in Place, uh, as in there is a heightened risk of flying in neighboring countries to Ukraine, so uh, there are slightly less flights,
7: okay?
1: Uh, so that all have to be uh looked at and
6: what can we do not anymore, yeah, yep, mm-hmm. okay.
2: All right and we know that you know we've got we've been working very hard with some groups to get um Chris and and the team there on the um you know some support as soon as they cross the border so I'm hoping that that's going to going to assist a lot uh once they cross the border the challenge again is crossing that border so um so thank you Katie appreciate that okay.
6: thanks thanks
2: okay uh JC go for it
4: hey chris it's jvc vega how are you
6: how are you
1: i'm doing um uh, i'm doing pretty good uh considering the circumstances of what's happening in other con- uh, other parts of the country where we're alive and well and unharmed
4: you know it, it, it is not surprising that you would be right in the middle of where the action is that is just what you, you were designed to do is to go out there and and do what's right. I, I do want you to know that uh, Eric and I and several others of your WeedRAM members, friends and colleagues, we are, we have plans already set up. So as soon as you cross that border, uh, you will be taken care of. Uh, and people just want to know how to get assistance to you for that last uh, kilometer to cross. So keep your head up. We're all looking out for you right now.
1: Thank you so much.
4: What else can we do to help you?
1: Um, Well, since we're all on social media, uh, there's a couple of things. Uh, If you see anything on social media that looks like it's trying to uh, show pictures or anything about Ukrainian uh, military troops, do not share that information because it could give away positions and it could kill people. Um, and another thing is try to be very careful with what type of disinformation and misinformation is out there because there is a lot of it right now um, so try not to uh, share um, excuse me, things that are unconfirmed because it can actually just fall into Russia's hands uh, even more uh, and uh Obviously, there can be a psychological effect to Ukrainians, both in-country and uh, family members abroad who see that type of news, and it r- really, really uh, stresses them out uh, until it's found out to be fake. But, you know, newspaper retractions, for example, are, are are teeny tiny little bits and pieces in comparison to some of the damage that can be caused by um, uh, false information.
4: Now that, that's a great point. and practicing operational security is, is imperative. and it's something that in, in our line of business, we lived for for decades, but now this is applying to our everyday life. and oversharing key information does have consequences, real consequences. And this is one of those times where we need to be responsible uh, on how we use social media. Even if we think it's for good, if it can cause a second and third order effect that's negative on somebody, don't do it.
2: All right. Thank you, JC.
4: Um,
2: All right. So let's go do judo. You've got the floor.
4: Uh, hey, so I apologize. I didn't even realize that I had
7: uh, requested my phone was in my pocket. I had no idea the was speaker. I, I'm just <laughs> listening.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you. Appreciate it for you to come come into the uh, the the um, space. All right. Um, so, does anybody else have any questions for Chris or or the folks uh, there? Now, the other thing that, that, um, you know, please pay attention to Chris's, um, uh, tweets, um, because she's, uh, trying to get the word out for many, many different things. Um, and, uh, you know, she's been requesting from, from all her friends here, uh, to please, um, amplify the messages that she's sending, so, if we can do something for her right now, is she will put out some tweets and please amplify that message. Uh, so that would be something that you can do to help, right, Chris?
1: Yes,
0: please. Okay. All right.
2: All right. So, um, Parker, can you um, can you work the uh, the, fo- the folks that are requesting for me, please.
3: Um, yeah, let me see.
4: I saw there right. were a couple.
3: Um, let me see um, if there are Romeo.
2: Yeah, all right. Romeo, you've got the floor.
7: Yeah, from uh, to Chris or with, and everyone else, have you um seen this app supposedly uh, Saboteurs are using uh, premise? Have you guys come across that?
1: Uh, no. Um, we, we're actually uh, <laughs> very lucky to even have internet connection where we are because uh, I'm connected to a Romanian provider. Uh, UK- uh, Ukraine uh, internet has been disrupted. It um, was confirmed, I don't know, one of the last times I had internet that um, it's, uh, the bandwidth is much lower right now and uh, across most of the country uh so uh we've actually been behind on some of the uh the news of what's been going on
7: okay apparently um some from ukrainian uh officials talking with some other folks they they said they had this app on their smartphone uh, russians and, and so forth had this app and they were using it for breadcrumb laying breadcrumbs out and um and if you go, it's a company out of San Francisco, and it's like, hey, you can uh, digitally lay breadcrumbs, and then your folks have smart devices can follow these. In the commercial sector, these advertising, it is. You can make money by doing different things. It's for advertising, basically, uh, ad, ad tech type of ad, app. So I just found that interesting. It's something that was being talked about in certain areas over the last 24 hours romeo what was that name of it it's called premise if you go it's premise data corporation they're a uh company out of uh, near san francisco one of these uh startup companies that come up with really cool kind of apps and so forth
2: Yep, I just uh, I just did a quick search and I've seen uh, now I'm seeing all the uh, tweets asking the Apple Store to please uh, take that off and uh, I'm looking at those messages. I'll do some research on it as well. Okay,
7: my my second question is on the if anyone's heard anything or like Chris is out there, anyone else might be out there. What kind of comms have uh, Russian back? Russian forces or Russian back forces been using? Have, have you guys heard anything? Are they using things that we use like uh, 52s, 117s? Are they having any really good communication gear or is it are the Russians and their forces using very hodgepodge type of comms equipment for coordination command control?
1: So uh, let's see. Today's Friday. They attacked yesterday. Uh, I got to keep track because uh, many Ukrainians have not slept uh, very much since basically Monday. Um, uh, So I received a message on Wednesday from someone uh, saying that uh, the Russians uh, along the border had changed uh, some of the ways that they were uh, using uh, their radio frequency equipment. And that uh, that was very unusual, unless they were planning on uh, possibly, you know, doing something naughty like attacking Ukraine. Uh, but uh, that was the only message I had gotten uh, for that. And it involved the encryption of their radio frequency, and, uh, the way they were using it, and the type. Hi. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the reason I asked
7: my background. I did twenty six years in the IC. I was a tech ops officer, communications officer first, and then switched over to tech ops. Okay. And I'm sitting back here in my house in, near DC and um, trying to follow and dig up as much as I can, just out of curiosity. So, thank you.
5: Thank you. Everyone. Hi, very. Go ahead, you got the phone. Hi, Cherries. Hello?
0: Yeah. Hello? Hi.
5: How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
5: I'm good, yeah. Uh, i i i learn i learn English and somebody said to me you should do, to talk with people and you will learn English
1: very true very true
5: yes where are you from?
1: Uh, I'm from the u s but I live in the Netherlands
5: oh god I have a friend there I have a friend in in America.
3: Nice.
2: Okay. He's do living. Have, do you have a question for our speaker? What? Uh, do you have a question for Chris?
0: Oh no no.
7: All right.
2: Let's go to our next uh, person. Do we have any other questions here?
4: All right. Hey hey Chris, this is JC here. If you can hear me.
1: Yes, I can hear you.
4: What type of support are the are are you getting there and from from who are you? Because you have more than Americans in your group there. Are there other uh, NGOs and other countries that are providing support to extract uh, your group? Um, No, not NGOs, but
1: uh, other governments uh, like the Dutch government. I have been involved quite extensively trying to uh, get us a safe route. Um, A particular friend who works with them, I should say, Um, and uh, (laughs) steers away from bombs, and uh, also uh, trying to lend support where they can. But uh, uh, it's been very difficult to get anything inside Ukraine uh, because of both the circumstances. And logistics and uh, various policies.
0: Uh, uh,
2: you have any questions?
6: Yeah, I would like to ask. Please. How many Americans are there? In
0: uh, how many am-
1: Americans are here and Romanians?
0: Yeah, uh, along there- with you. Uh, like who moved out? Uh,
1: there are three and a half uh, US people, <laughs> um, <laughs> and there are two Romanians right now.
0: Okay. Wait.
1: Plus, we've got uh, Ukrainians.
6: Okay, what is the what are the facilities over there uh, for Ukrainian refugees, or you can say uh, for all oh. moved from Ukraine to Romania? Or oh the gosh.
1: Uh, it's, that's hard to say um, so <coughs> uh, how many kilometers backed up this uh, border crossing is I do know that uh, Leo is 9 kilometers long into Poland just that border crossing and so imagine how many cars and how many people and that's just one border crossing this is another one. There are many others. Uh, There are millions and millions of Ukrainians that are now refugees trying to leave or have left. Uh, Then there's also the special problem of um, there are a lot of Romanians, a lot of Polish people, um, et cetera, that are inside Ukraine because it, it, a neighboring country. Uh, There are a lot of similarities, especially along border regions. There's an area of Ukraine that speaks Ukrainian, but it sounds like it's Polish. Um, That's the only way it can be described. Um, Because it's been a a border area, a peaceful border area, uh, for a long time. So there's a lot of these cultural ties uh, that uh, this part of the world and Eastern Europe have. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... Not just Ukrainians, but also uh, neighboring countries who, uh, their citizens uh, come and go and live freely, uh, to a certain extent, inside uh, Ukraine. So there are millions. Uh, probably, so I wanted to so take a steam- guess, so there's probably about 10 million.
0: Hello. All right. Thank you very
2: much, John. I appreciate it.
0: Okay. Um print the other requests. No, we Okay.
2: Uh, Blue Fox, let's go with
0: you. Hello.
6: Um,
0: I was wanted to just make a response earlier about the question about the radios. Uh, basically on the videos that I was available to see publicly um I didn't see anything that was like in
5: relation to a one
0: fifty two or a one seventeen, but I did see looks like what to be like at least single channel radios being utilized by the uh the Russian forces. The border, the well, all right. Thank you very much for that. So, Chris, anything else you uh, want to tell our, our
1: our folks here? Um, in all of the countries that you are in, uh, you have
0: people in those countries that are from the Ukraine. Um,
1: because. Like every other country, uh, people migrate. Um, If you know any uh, Ukrainians or people with Ukrainian ties, and I was going to say give them a hug, but it's COVID time. So uh, give them a virtual hug. Um, Also, uh, give uh, virtual hugs uh, to other affected communities uh, because um, Putin gave a very uh, terrible speech today, basically saying he wanted to restore the historic, all of the historic ties of Russia. And the big fear uh, throughout uh, Eastern and parts of Central Europe um, is that this means that aggression can be ramped up along what was the former Soviet Union. Uh, so uh, those folks... Uh, inside your countries will also be concerned and um, yeah buy iodine pills um, because <laughs> of what's called Chernobyl
2: um, so we've got somebody close by to you there Pepin Ooh. how are you doing my
5: friend hello Eric thank you very much uh, let- yeah, yeah, you know where you are? I'm from Czech Republic, which is oh, really yes. near to this conflict, and really I uh, have cried a lot to be to be open to this community. And my question is from your perspective from your perspective, because I know you are in Navy. Or sorry, not no navy, but you are in uh, ar- army. So, how do we protect the Ukrainian? Ukrainian, once again, please, because you know there's some uh, tweets on Twitter like we. Everyone, everyone of us know something about geolocation. That's one of the problem in this, in this war, because Russia is on Twitter as, as well. But how can we protect innocent people and Ukrainian army as well? What's your point of view right. on this?
1: Uh, my point of view—it's actually of a Dutch point of view—in uh, which ethical ethical hackers that is uh, can protect people, protect organizations. So uh, I'm not sure what the legalities are in uh, Czech, uh, but I know it is legal in the Netherlands as long as you do. Uh, non-destructive testing in a secure manner um, (laughs) without any harm and you (laughs) report the issues um, to the appropriate authorities then it's not illegal so for example if you're doing um, non-destructive scanning in ukraine for databases and you happen to come up with uh, an open database on military members then report that to your CERT so that they can contact and coordinate to remove that information before Russia gets it. If you see other information, uh, any sort of personally identifiable information uh, that's located in the Ukraine, report that uh, to your appropriate cert because uh, the computer emergency response teams in the area, including Czech, are trying to help the Ukraine right now. And uh, perhaps because of the knowledge that uh, many in our group have, With different types of, say, open source intelligence or cybersecurity or privacy or, you know, on and on and on, Um, in a non destructive way, we might be able to uh, say more proactively uh, secure Ukraine and help if we see some of these things.
5: Thank you, Chris.
2: All right folks um i am going to pass the range back to parker i've got to run uh right now chris i uh, will be communicating with you um uh, so be safe i uh, love you and we'll talk to you soon okay all
1: right cheers
0: thanks
3: so much eric and thank you chris for talking with us i know a lot's going on so um If anybody has more questions for (inaudible) Chris
0: um, about
3: maybe some of the things that have happened happened over the last couple of days, um, even last couple hours, or maybe what you've um, seen or heard from other people as you are are waiting to cross the border.
6: Uh, uh,
1: One of the things I've seen is... You know, it's still, it's still wintertime, and it's in Ukraine, and at night it gets quite cold, uh, like frosty cold, sometimes flurries. And the amount of people who are walking over the border is uh, quite surprising. I mean, don't get me wrong, I travel a lot, but um, it's it's a bit of pain at the, the rear end. Uh, so I can't imagine lugging luggage um, you know, kilometer after kilometer, uh, to try to get over a border, um, that I believe shows the, the anxiety, uh, which has occurred. Um, also, uh, knowing that when I see a car packed up and there's, you know, little packs of diapers and other things like that, you know, that, um, it's not easy traveling with children, even on the best day. Uh, having to uh, do this during wartime, um, it's, uh, it's very difficult. Um, and seeing it uh, firsthand in Ukraine is uh, both shocking and fills me with dismay um so it's uh it's been a, a very big eye-opener of everyday people going about their lives bombing and fleeing for their lives as quickly as possible
3: Yes. it's definitely going to be I mean I can't even imagine let alone in the wit- wintertime children yeah it's got to be really tough um, I mean
1: how, how do you keep them entertained we've got three kids they're wonderful kids But they're in a bus and uh, you know they're of a certain age they're rather innocent and their parent having to go through uh, not only you know, driving losses, trying to plan logistics, trying to plan around are there going to be a shortage of supplies, are we going to be able to get gas because right now gas is restricted to 10 liters maximum uh, per each time you go in or stand in line um, how are you going to get formula um, how are you going to get medication um how are you going to get a you know a prescription refill? Um, how do you know that electricity is going to be stable? Right now, the capital city doesn't have electricity, and it doesn't just power the capital city of Kiev. Um, how do you deal with the medical condition? How do you deal with needing to leave with your family, and you've got elderly family that don't want to leave and can't leave very easily because of their age? Um, it makes a lot of hard decisions and it takes the reality of our everyday lives and says, Oh, you thought life was hard. Well, here's bloody Putin. Oh, you thought that that was hard. Well, we took over Chernobyl and there's an elevated uh, level of radiation um, and it keeps getting more difficult and uh, it's, it's not an easy thing. And I'm more of an observer because I was visiting. I didn't live here. Um, but most of the people I see around me live here. And imagine um, what this is like uh, on top of what's going to happen to their country tomorrow. So it's a... Uh, it's something, and it's something that I, I wish would never repeat again.
3: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, hey, real quick
7: but... on the premise stuff, I was just catching up because I had just gotten home, and then I jumped in your in your uh, chat. But it looks like a bunch of us that sent info to premise and the CEO, they responded and said that they deactivated. They support the ukrainian people they don't agree with the russian occupation and tech and that they've turned off all accounts for people using their uh data in a nefarious way the resources
1: excellent and i hope they also turn over For example, any other data that they collect from those devices, IMEI, model number, whatever it can be, uh, contact information, whatever, uh, Mm -hmm. to uh, friendly countries that support Ukraine to try to build things like, uh, there was mention of bringing Russia to the International Criminal Court, for example. Uh, So that would be very useful data. For prosecutors in the Hague.
7: Correct, and that ad tech data is—it's—I use that for uh, part of target targeting, and you know, just another layer because you can really get high fidelity geolocation.
1: Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you something: marketing stuff, marketing data, man, they're scarier than most intel organizations. Um, So uh, some of that data could be quite invaluable for both intelligence and for uh, prosecution related to human rights uh, atrocities.
0: Uh, Chris, is
3: there anything you wish people would know? I guess maybe something that's not getting a lot of attention?
0: What's something that's not getting a lot of attention? Hold on.
1: Mike, what is something that is not getting a lot of attention? i'm asking mike right now um the whole
0: organization of the evacuation of people
1: the allocation of people
0: evacuation oh oh the
1: organization of the evacuation of people (laughs) nothing nothing's being done so it's uh it's very uh disorganized so there's no plan of evacuation that's been put into place people Mm -hmm. are just running Um, people are hoping that the next place that they run isn't anywhere, uh, where the Russians might hit it. Um, so there's, even though things have been rather orderly in comparison to some of the Hollywood movies I've stayed up and watched and and seen, um, there isn't a, oh, this is your evacuation route signs like they might have in Florida or Washington, D.C. Um, there are aren't like guidelines like oh you need to evacuate well here's what you need to do here's what you need to bring etc cetera, etc cetera. um which routes to take
0: uh
1: all of that information uh it it doesn't exist right now so people are scrambling on their own and trying to do what they can to get away from stuff bad stuff as quickly as possible uh and as safely as possible but um when you have millions of people there needs to be much better organization and communication if possible on how they can actually uh
6: live tomorrow how is the model of the people that are with you right now chris
1: the mood very tired. Yeah. Um,
0: and and the uh, weather?
6: How is the weather? The temperature right now where you are? I I uh, I, I hear the conversation back. Um, I I can hear some some chills that are coughing, uh, and and I don't know. I try to imagine the the, the situation that is there right now.
1: It's it's cold. Um, nighttime it it drops to uh, freezing. So, it's uh, it's kind of cold uh, at night. And, uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't help. And even though it seems like a car or a bus might be a great place to be, well, not a great place, but an okay place, um, these types of vehicles aren't insulated for cold weather insofar as trying to spend the night. So, uh, we're very lucky to have... Um, a system where it'll keep it at a base minimum uh, in case all of us fell asleep and uh, want to make sure that the kids especially don't get sick from the cold. But, um, yeah, it's kind of cold. And you are alone there? Can you hear me? Yes, you are alone. Oh, no, no. Um. Uh, no, I now have a new family in
6: Ukraine.
8: Well, um, I, I, I it,
6: it's hard to say anything in in, in this situation, and um, I, I only want to to send you to the people that are there, a virtual folk, as you say, a few moments, um, a message of, of force to be strong that the situation will will finish in, in any moment. So they only need to, to be as strong and and support this situation.
1: Absolutely. Let's let's hope the United Nations is as strong as the Ukrainian people's hearts are to keeping their country free of Russia.
3: Yes, they're right. A
0: question for you, Chris. Hey, Bruce. Hey there. How much intel are you getting of what's going on behind you? That the what is actually happening with the actions of the Russians at this point? I'm assuming we may have more information than you do.
1: Um, right now, the intel that I'm receiving, because we've got not so good internet, sometimes no cell signal, um, is uh, I'm I'm very lucky to be watched out for. Uh, I have a a Dutch guardian angel, so to speak. And I hope that uh, he'll allow me to uh, discuss his role publicly uh, when things cool down. Um, But uh, my phone has been tracked by GPS by them uh, to keep us on a safe route where we are and ahead of us, and uh, that's what we've been concentrating on, just to make sure uh, that things don't go south real quick, because we had to um, make a very hasty uh, detour yesterday to avoid uh, shelling that was uh, imminent, and we narrowly missed that. Um, Some of the people on the bus heard it, uh, the things dropping. Can't quite make the sound. Uh, yeah, copy. But,
0: yeah. it looks just like things potentially could get much worse behind you.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they have Chernobyl, and there's an elevated radiation level in Ukraine. Yeah. So... Uh, I think it was last year, or the year before I lose track with COVID. I put out one of these uh, COVID bingo cards, and one of the squares was, you know, stuff with nuclear. Um, I thought that would be far fetched. Uh, drat. I, I think I might have won bingo now.
0: Oops. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. We'll keep in touch. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: Chris, have you been able to get a sense of, um, I guess, like Ukrainians or people that are kind of flaying the area what their um, opinion on how, like, the rest of the world is being the, the situation, or uh, some of the other, um, like, global media, how it's being portrayed to the rest of the world?
1: Um, there's some. So, uh, uh depends on who you talk to. Uh, there were some people before even after Monday happened, but before yesterday happened, that still believed that it was no big deal, that maybe it would stay in the East like it has been for all these years now. They've gotten used to all the news and everything coming out of the East part of Ukraine. Excuse me, but it wouldn't affect them in the West. Um, that it was blown out of proportion with the news media, especially the Western news media. Um and now, um, it's more like, <coughs> we really need help when it comes to Russia, because Russia's not so nice. Um, but uh, the sense that um, they want to do it, they need to do it, but overwhelming. Feeling of how can they do it alone? So, um, of course, you know, things are still early on with all this, and these types of attacks are meant to demoralize. uh, But at the same time, nobody really wants to leave, but they're only leaving for their safety. They want to come back as soon as possible once things can be stable.
3: Yeah. Um, and I know you think you posted a couple hours ago that you were gonna have to kind of stay in the line that you're at to get over the border. Do you, or have they given you an idea about how long that might take? I mean, I imagine With everybody else trying to get out, it might be a while.
1: Yeah, we're looking at uh, possibly two more days here in the line. To go three kilometers.
3: And is that mostly just due to border checks the amount of people that are trying to get out or i mean like a combination of that or
8: um
3: yeah you've said some people have resorted to just walking because that might be faster well
1: uh ukraine has an ex-supporter uh there are a lot of countries not most but a lot that when you leave a country Uh, You don't have to have all your documents looked over and permission to leave. Uh, And Ukraine has a system where to get to Romania, you have to first go through these uh, exit checks. And also there is the troublesome matter of what is the Ukrainian currency worth right now? Uh, if you are a border person, are you going to actually get paid?
8: Um,
1: again, ever. Uh, and um, so there's, um, how should I put it? Facilitation fees at the border. Um, so, yeah.
3: People trying to... But they Maybe not capitalize on the capitalize
1: situation, but capitalize sure. on the situation, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> also slowing things down quite a bit. Yeah,
3: so at least for where they are. Yeah. Well, that's uh, too bad. Yeah, I mean, are oh, like, oh. People are always going you know, to try and take it. Hold on. Situation.
1: Uh, sure. one, one, one moment. We're actually getting an update on um, some of the Romanians who tried to walk over. One second.
0: The yes. right on the
1: Ukrainian border. The right on the Ukrainian border?
0: Right. One yeah, break. like one
1: hour. Break. One
0: hour break? Yeah, I'm uh, a too tired, you know. I don't know. know.
1: Right. The reason exactly was, there's a break. There's a, there's a one hour break being taken at the Ukrainian border. <laughs> 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 so they decided to take a, a light dinner. So uh, it's it's 24 hours, supposedly. Um, but, uh, they they decided to take uh, a snack break for an hour, um, so nothing's being processed.
5: Mm -hmm. Awesome.
1: So, those are some of the things that we're dealing with.
3: It's not like there's a mage going on or anything.
1: Right you know Yeah, yeah, not like a major conflict going on. And and people are desperate to flee it. No 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 no. No no no. I just yeah. Anywho it's uh it's it's fun.
0: And is there any
3: way that um, people obviously not in the area can either help support or I know I've talked to Eric in the past and he's mentioned, um, I think, Operation Dynamo?
1: Yeah, uh, Project Dynamo.
3: Project Dynamo. Yeah. Is that probably the best way people can help? Or... Well, uh is there that's we can do to help morale wise.
1: Um so Project Dynamo deals with evacuating people, uh, especially Americans. Uh, and that is one way that can uh, help. Um,
0: um
1: another way. Uh, hmm. I, I, because I obviously, it's okay. difficult to You're support right. Ukrainian businesses You're when they might not right. be in business I'm anymore. Um, right. I believe I saw a a Reddit thread on uh, the subreddit Ukraine where they had a list of legitimate charities that are trying to help, and you might want to go there because um, I know a lot of people need help.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I just don't know the exact address off the top of my head, but it's, uh, one of the subreddits, uh, uh, called Ukraine. Uh, so that would be a good way. And if you're in any of the neighboring countries where people are fleeing, uh, see if you can help out any of the refugees in any way, shape or form.
3: Perfect. I will see if I can find that link and either share it uh, just outright or uh, and add it to the top here for people to take a look.
1: Oh, awesome! Thank you.
3: Yeah. Um. And does anybody else in that's listening have any more questions for Chris or try and? I wouldn't necessarily lighten the mood, but try to be offer some support.
0: Hey, Chris, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I, I know you said earlier about your bingo card with Chernobyl, but I would say that with your same <laughs> bingo card that you, you didn't probably expect to make in a new family in Ukraine, did you?
1: No, I did not. So... um you know, not a, a lot of stress and not so great things have happened, but uh, I've met some great people at the same time. So uh, I'm, I'm very, uh, very lucky uh, in that respect.
3: And then I did have somebody message and want to know, um, how are levels of, like, the the necessities, fuel, food, um, water?
1: Well, fuel's being rationed, uh, to only 10 liters, which, let's say about 4 liters is a gallon, but I might be doing the math wrong. I'm getting quite tired, 4.4 4 liters or something. Um... So, there's two gallons. Uh, sessioning is right now. Um, I know yesterday as we were leaving Ukraine, people were buying extra groceries, but it was like an extra bag, or maybe two, uh, from what we saw driving down the road and uh, seeing some people uh, coming out of grocery stores, it's kind of tri- keeping track. Um, but I don't know what it looks like today because um, we've just been at the border. At the convenience stores, people seem to take a a, a little bit extra, but not huge amounts of uh, what they need. So um, I would say there are some stocks, um, but, but fuel's a problem and uh electricity is problem in some areas uh because of the bombing of the power station that hit kiev so that that's problematic um but for the most part there's there's still stuff however at the same time it's only been a day since uh russia invaded
8: Hey Chris, it's Tracy. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you.
8: Hi, sweetheart. I just wanted to say hello, and um, you know, I just I, I hope you're aware of how much everyone appreciates your updates and is worried about you. And um, you know, please let the Ukrainian people know because they they probably can't gauge this from where they are, but. There's just so much support, um, so many different cities across the US, sorry, I'm going to get choked up, are having rallies and world monuments are having blue and and yellow lights on them. So the, the world does see this and we, you know, we are paying attention. Uh, so just be safe and you know how to contact me, anything you need, Han, I got you.
1: Oh, thank you so much. And I miss you. I miss you so much.
8: I miss you, too. I can't wait to see you. So you're going to come this summer. We're going to swim in my pool, and we're going to drink. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
1: absolutely.
5: Hey, guys. I hope that I will see you one time. Please be safe.
0: Hello.
5: Chris, please be safe, please.
1: Oh yes, I'm we are trying. We are definitely trying.
5: To Hope stay
1: so. safe. Absolutely.
3: Uh, well, Chris, is there anything else you want to share? I definitely don't want to take up too much of your time. I know it's late and you've had a pretty, pretty long week.
1: Um, you all also stay safe out there. Um, we, we still have a, a pandemic. And since I haven't read the news, whatever variant uh, of whatever variant and variant might be out there. Um, and, uh, just be wonderful to each other and, uh, know that, uh, when I read your, your supportive comments for the brief periods of time, I can get internet, uh, sometimes on the road. It, uh, really makes us, uh, feel good and thank you so much, all of you.
3: Yeah, thank you Chris. Um, I guess one thing I did want to ask bringing in kind of the pandemic, how has that been, I guess, has that been um, at the front of people's minds as they evacuate? I can't imagine it would be, but
1: um, I uh, can't uh, imagine uh,
3: having to like try and yeah. add that on top of everything.
1: Well, I think that the first time uh, we uh, kind of went inside someplace, uh, most of the people were wearing masks because it's uh, supposed to be the mandate here. Then, after that, it's like we, we, we just want to be alive tomorrow. Um, so, uh, it's I'm sure it will cause complications. And uh, I mean, to get over to Romania, uh, you're supposed to have a PCR test, but how do you get one of those when you're at war? Um, so, Some of the requirements have been thrown out, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's some increases, Uh, obviously, uh, you know, people are going to be like we are, Uh, we were a bunch of people in a bus, um, at one time we had 24 people, and yeah. Uh, What doesn't kill you today might... There's some sort of saying, uh, what doesn't kill you today might kill you tomorrow. But, you know, uh, we've got, unfortunately, more important and pressing things to deal with. Yeah. I
3: guess one final, final thing Uh, just because I'd heard it quite a bit in some of the news coverage leading up to the formal um, invasion was the uh, like false threats of bombings. And so Mm. kind of using that as a way to numb people to the idea of an actual threat. Um, Have you run into people that still kind of downplay what's going on or saying that this might not actually be as bad as it seems.
1: Yes. Apparently, part of the the new QAnon uh, stuff is that this is all fake news. that Nothing has happened in Kiev or any other place in the Ukraine, which is absolutely insane, but uh, okay. Um, So, yeah, there's that.
3: And is that something you see mostly from, like, people outside of the country? Or are there even people in Ukraine um, that still don't if, acknowledge the events that are going on?
1: Uh, there are some here. Uh, QAnon phenomenon uh, spread worldwide. Um, heck, we even have them in the uh, the Netherlands. Um, but there are, there are a few here, uh, but not very, very many.
3: Okay. See if there's anybody else in the audience that has anything else, Chris, or, um, say before we hopefully start wrapping up, give you time to, to relax as, as much as you can
5: hey chris i i know it's
0: way past bedtime over there and then some charlie's get a in a power nap or two okay
5: and we'll hopefully see you real soon okay
1: yeah definitely definitely can't wait
8: All right. Love you, babe. Be careful and uh, keep us posted when you can.
1: Absolutely. Love you too. All
8: right. Bye. Hon.
3: Yeah. Thanks again for hopping on, Chris. Um, hopefully, we can check in more and keep um, providing people kind of that first-hand update um, and perspective that might, uh, not a lot of people might have.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, I'll have great internet shortly. Uh, stable. Because I'll be in Romania.
3: Yeah, so yeah, just definitely keep in touch, and um, check in as often as you can.
1: Right. oh Sorry, now, now I'm getting the Uh I will do, and I'll talk to all of you later. Cheers, all, yeah, and bye. have a wonderful night.
3: Bye. Yeah, you too.
1: Cheers.